Hello, friends. Thanks for stopping by. I was rummaging around in my memory the other day when I came across a couple of recollections from long ago that I thought might make good poems. The first one is about an imaginary companion with whom I spent a great deal of time as a boy. It is called Witchy. When I was a little boy, I had an imaginary adversary, a witch I unimaginatively named Witchy. Actually, adversary is not quite apt, more like competitive companion. Witchy loved to wager and would bet with me on anything, for example, whether the Chicago Cardinals would beat the Chicago Bears on Sunday whether I could stand on one foot for a full minute, whether I could remember the names of all the cards in the old maid deck, whether school would be canceled tomorrow because of a blizzard. You might think, since she was a creation of my fancy, that I would have stacked the odds against her and won every bet. But Witchy was a canny old crone, and would not let me get away with such chicanery. Our bets were on the up and up, the outcome never a foregone conclusion. Millions of dollars regularly changed hands. A prickly, black cat, clad, pointy-hatted old woman who would not have tolerated a rigged game, neither was she someone I went to when I needed comfort someone to offer me tender reassurance that I wasn't a bad boy, after a harsh scolding, say, or a deck-flinging argument with Linda Parrish over Crazy Eights. And while I couldn't count on her for sympathy, I could depend on her always to be nearby with her big gunny sack stuffed with cash, ever ready, willing, and eager to take a flyer on any gamble I dreamed up for which, after all these years, I remember her fondly. I do not recall when we went our separate ways or what our last bet was before she headed out the door for good. I do hope that as she wandered through parts unknown, she came across another little boy or little girl who enjoyed games of challenge and chance as much as she and I had, a child who, from time to time, could use a million bucks. In this second poem, I describe a startling moment from an overnight campout in the woods with a pal. It's called Daddy Long Legs. Awaking early on a hot, muggy morning from a tentless night in the woods with my camping buddy, Jerry Morris, I discovered a Daddy Long Legs on my chin struggling to get one of its legs unstuck from between two of my bottom front teeth. I quickly swiped it away and did not see where it landed or if it survived my swat. This happened more than 60 years ago, and I have never forgotten having a daddy long legs stuck in my mouth. It is a fine story to tell the grandkids, and I like to imagine what a surprise it must have been to that beautifully delicate creature to find itself importuned 
at the entrance to a great cave where the wind blew in and the wind blew out all night long. Did it blame itself? Oh, what did I do to get in such a fix as it struggled for hours to extricate the imprisoned appendage? Or was it philosophical about this misadventure, explaining to itself that life is full of surprising hardships and travails, and here was just another one? I hope it survived my impatient whack, that it landed in the wet grass, unable to explain or understand its improbable capture and the miracle that set it free, but happy to be walking daintily once more from blade to dewy blade, looking for its morning meal, more certain than ever that gods are on the loose in the world. That's it for now. I hope you enjoyed the poems. Thanks for listening. This is Buff Whitman Bradley. Adios until next time.